Hey guys, and welcome back to Culture Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Pepe. And this week, with the upcoming release of the new Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Engage, next month, we thought we'd just jump into a franchise that we both enjoy. Mm -hmm. Pepe's a much bigger fan than myself, <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But um, how you doing, Pep? You ready? Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm like, it's it's one of those things. Like, uh, Fire Emblem is one of those discussion topics that we had on our channel, like pretty much from like one of the first episodes that we did. Yeah. So, like, just have a little rundown. I think talk like like you said, a few of the older games in the series, like some new ones, the newest one, which looks freaking mad. But we'll get into that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this as well. Like, there's, uh, I was actually, uh, funny enough, I was actually playing a bit of Fire Emblem this morning. Oh, okay. Like. For any specific reason, like... Well, because basically before this, obviously, like, we um, was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about Fire Emblem and obviously new game coming up. And I wanted to rewatch the... Because there's two trailers that dropped in the past month. There was one about the the general, like, ca uh, castle and island you're going to be living on. Yep. And, like, all the stuff that's in there. And then there's um, the other trailer, which is all about the uh, the rings and the different emblems. Yeah, the new the new mechanic. The new mechanic, which is like lets you like summon uh, previous warriors from previous games. Yeah. Uh, and I watched that, and I was like, oh, I would actually wouldn't mind playing a Fire Emblem game right now. So um, I started up uh, Binding Blade. Oh, okay. So it's uh, but the fat the fans sub of it because obviously it was never released in the UK, and like it's just that uh, watching those trailers kind of got me hyped, and I was like, I wouldn't mind playing like a little uh, like turn based <laughs> thing again. I wouldn't mind jumping back into that. Fair enough. But yeah, like uh, just a little recap of Fire Emblem. Like, I know like we've men like mentioned it in previous episodes, but just a rundown. Uh, like my favorite Fire Emblem game of all time is Awakening, but that's also because. It was my first Fire Emblem game as well. It's the thing that got me into the franchise. I remember just trying a demo of it out on the 3DS eShop. And I literally went to game that day and bought Awakening because I just love the demo so much. See, I think I did a very similar thing. Yeah. That one also being my first one. I guess for most people, it would be most of their first ones because Awakening was kind of the, not the first one, but like, you know, like it's the one that most of us would have seen for the first time, quote unquote, you know? It's kind of like, we obviously had previous Fire Emblem games on the GBA and the GameCube and the Wii. Yeah. But this is like the one that really actually shot it back into popularity. Like, this, like, I don't know how it managed to do it. Like, Fire Emblem was going to end after Awakening because the series had just been doing so bad. And then somehow Awakening brought back that whole, like, just re revived the series somehow, which is mad. I think it's because, like, the 3DS was doing all right. Mm. And I think around that time, because it released for us in the EU, that was nineteenth uh, of April, twenty thirteen. Yeah, if I remember correctly, around then there wasn't. I don't remember there being a whole like a whole lot to play on the 3DS at the time. As far as I'm aware, I believe Luigi's Mansion Two had released about a month or two afterwards, uh, or below before even. So it was around the same time. But like I know, like I played a little bit of Luigi's Mansion too. I didn't really get too much into it, but like yeah, same. I owned it and I played uh, maybe like five hours or something. Yeah. I didn't get very far. I think it's just because it looks shiny, isn't it? I, I saw the, I saw the demo and I was like, this looks quite like this looks interesting. I bet you what it was probably that it must because you you said you played the demo. I played the demo. Mm. That demo was great, right? Absolutely. And like it does make me kind of miss like the demos from back in the day yeah because like that's how i used to 
find a lot of these games mm. you know like you would just download a quick like i don't know let's say for example like a gigabyte file or something mm. you play a tiny section of the game and then you're like yeah i like that and then you go off and buy it or you don't like it and then you don't have to think about it anymore right mm-hmm. but like i think awakening was just that perfect kind of storm where we like by that point, the West sort of knew what Fire Emblem was. Yeah. Because of Smash and stuff. It literally is Smash as well. <laughs> yeah, like, that's another thing. Yeah. And then, like, we finally get one. And I think enough of the fandom had been playing long enough and hearing about this franchise that we were like, right, we're ready. So where is it? Yeah, like, let's just let's give it a shot. Like, you just see this thing and you're like, okay, cool, I'll give it a shot. And then, fucking hell, like, like you said, like, that, that demo gave you, what was it, the first, I think it was the first three or four chapters, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, it felt quite long. Yeah, like, and they gave you that much and you got into a point where you're like, oh, I've met all these side characters as well. Like, they had, like, there's different classes. I did, like, I had no real knowledge of Fire Emblem apart from Marth, Ike, and Roy from Smash. <laughs> that was literally my only knowledge of Fire Emblem before that. And then suddenly I think the, the demo ends where you get introduced to Lucina who is basically Marth. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? And then I think the story point hooks you in really well at that point. And then you're like, well, I've got to know more now. And then you freaking, that makes you want to go buy the game. Well, it's also like, I remember being like, like you said, you meet all the characters and the characters have differing personalities and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And you're learning the game and it's like, it's this new game that's kind of shiny. Mm. And it's animated and voice acted and like, it's on the 3DS. So like, you know, for most of this, you're like, most of these kind of games don't have animations all over the place. Mm -hmm. Are not all voice acted. Mm. Okay, there's some sections where they don't speak, but like, it was like majority had voice acting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like, it was just like this different thing. Plus it's a tactical RPG, which most at the time you don't play or see much you know like that's a genre that is rarely seen nowadays yeah absolutely but i think um like funnily enough uh what kind of made me get into it a bit was uh i don't know if you ever played that game on the ds the bleach game where it's like a turn-based game yeah i love that one i think that what was that fuck i think it's third third phantom i think it's called yeah i remember playing oh dude i love that game yeah, it was so good, wasn't it? Like, that was, like, back in 2010, 2011 that came out. And, well, for us in the EU anyway. But, like, I remember playing that and I was like, this is a sick game. I lo- like, That was, like, my first real experience of a, like, turn-based RPG like that. And then when I played Fire Emblem Awakening, I was like, well, this is kind of like Third Phantom. Of all things to compare it to, considering Fire Emblem has been around since the fucking 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like this Bleach game that came out, like, two years ago. <laughs> But, like, then I got into that, and I think that kind of just, like, just began my love for the series of Fire Emblem. And, like, it's funny how, like, Awakening was our first one. And I feel like we're quite, we're kind of like babies to the franchise in that kind of sense. Yeah. But then, fucking Free Houses came out in 2019. Oh, mate. That was, like, the best-selling Fire Emblem game. And that is also a lot of people's first Fire Emblem experience as well, because of how great it did. Well, I mean, it, it's also because it was on a much more accessible console, in a way. Yeah. Three Houses is my favorite of the ones I've played. Yeah. It, much like Pepe put loads of time into Awakening, Three Houses is the one I've put the most time into. Mm. And, I mean, whilst we were praising the Awakening for being out on the 3DS at the right time and all that... Mm. You have to admit, there were still plenty of people at that time that were like, I don't want a 3DS. 
Yeah, absolutely. Switches. But a Switch, <laughs> like, three hopes coming, not three hopes, sorry, three houses coming out on the Switch, right? That's after Awakening as well and, like, most people getting a Switch mm. and coming back to gaming and then a new Fire Emblem comes out. That's just, that is a storm of success. That is, that's mad. It's, it did so well, like, like, yeah, like we said, like best-selling Fire Emblem game. One of the people, like, like an RPG which people hold like such high regard. Hours and hours of game time you can put into that, like, just minimum as well. <laughs> yeah, like, just like the the ones, like, you have like four different story strands to go down, and one takes you about forty hours, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I think the quickest I ever did one run through was maybe thirty something hours. I think in total I've put in 200 plus hours in that game. Yeah. I can understand why. And that is just doing just doing the four story playthroughs. Yeah. Unreal how much stuff is it. Which, you know, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't fucking got to that point. I get it. It's been out three years, but it's three years now. You've had yeah. your chance. Like. <laughs> I think that's that's the one thing about this game. Like, it, like, it's the first Fire Emblem that gives you that much content. Yeah. Like, because each, each Fire Emblem game before that, like, you had Awakening, which is kind of like, you got the story, you got your chapters, and you might have a few side quests in there. Uh, and like you can level up your characters afterwards, but no real post-game content. Like kind of just like some like mad side missions you can do and get extra units. Yeah. And then Fates came along, and that was pretty much like Awakening, but with a few more fleshed-out things, uh, like sort of the My Castle mechanic where you can build up like your own castle and put like different shops in there and stuff like that, which is really cool. But then Free Houses comes along. And has a whole bunch of like like a mad kind of little like world you can walk around in. Yeah, it's got an overworld like a hub area. Yeah, it's got now this. It was like because everybody was like full size three D models, not like chibis anymore. Mm. Like to me, I like the whole sort of like Persona esque portion of the game. Oh, it's very like I think that's another reason why I think it did really well because obviously we had Persona Five launching in twenty seventeen for us. Yeah. And from in my opinion, like I, I always felt like this is like a very more persona-esque game in the fact, like you said, in the storytelling in terms of like an like, sort of not storytelling, but gameplay wise, I guess like forming bonds yeah. with different characters. And even the art style. I don't know if you felt that. I always felt that this game had a very Persona-esque art style. Yeah, it does. It's Well, it's because it's more like a... I don't want to say standard, but, you know, it's more like a uh, normal-looking anime. Mm. You know, like, if you took off Fire Emblem and then you just animated all of it, right? Mm. Uh, you would believe that that was just some sort of medieval anime. Absolutely. And, like, let's face it, like, Persona is just sort of, like, anime anyway, right? Yeah. So... In that sense, yeah, I get completely what you mean. Mm -hmm. It is interesting, though, because, like, I think Three Houses, at least for me, was the first one where you got a hub world to do stuff. Yeah, like that, well, kind of that one that's so expansive anyway, because uh, Fates did have something, but not, not to that extent, nowhere near that extent. I like, normally, at least for Awakening, right, the way you got your bonds up was... There was a tiny room before fights. You could go, I think it was like the the camp tent or something. Oh, yeah. Or you just like put units together. 
in fights and yeah. you just had to keep them together <laughs> until it was sorted yeah but like in three houses you could just find them in the overworld you could give them gifts you could just talk to them mm. and spend as much time as you wanted doing all this stuff and then go into the game do your fights mm -hmm. so you could still build up relationships and stuff like through fighting but like the best way to do it was in that school hub world yeah in the monastery so like it kind of like shook up the franchise in that sense because it like really split up the slice of lifey stuff with the turn-based tactical RPG. It was almost like two separate games. That's the one thing, isn't it? Like it just took uh, Fire Emblem to a place it's never really been before. Added that content, like it was like innovative for the franchise itself. Yeah, and like that's what repeat. Like, and I think at that point we've got three houses there and people want more from that in the next game as well and you can see that with engage they actually have kind of included that yeah dude like the two trailers you sent me from the ones that you mentioned earlier yeah like the one about the castle mm -hmm. and the one about the engage system gets me so hyped man like this game looks like it's gonna be really cool i, I love how fleshed out this is as well because you think oh where can they go from three houses yeah right and like, in, in the castle trailer, bro, there's so much to do. There's so much content, which is mad. Like, bro, they got, yeah, they got extra stuff. Like, you can do, you got all your standards, like, talk to your friends. Yeah. Give them gifts. Uh, cook with them. Yeah. Then you've got, like, a farm. You've got training. You've got dungeons and arenas again. Like, but, like, the dungeons, you can make your own ones. That is unreal, like... So people have to run through your own characters and stuff, and you could do that online. That's so freaking hype. You can create your own maps. Like, that is unreal. Like, I think that's, like... Dude, I think, I think even crazier than that is the fact that you can just buy, like, customizable things. You know, like, new outfit pieces yeah. for your characters, and they can just all look different. And it will show up on game like in the world yeah like that is so freaking cool that's not something that happens normally no absolutely not. like there's like there was like some customization like very slightly in previous games but never like again never to this extent like never this far this is literally like true you can change every character like playable characters like outfit yeah their accessories like it's mad like even the main character's outfit was completely different in the trailer mm. yeah they had like glasses and stuff and it was just like nuts man yeah so, like just watching that trailer how much they've put into this is mad like i think this is one thing about engage as well like from the initial trailer of when it got first announced was it earlier this year yeah like People saw the art style and like started to write this game off immediately. They're like, oh, this is going to be the worst Fire Emblem game. Like, well, it's just because they were like, oh, the main character looks like a VTuber. I'm like, me and Pepe have had this discussion like off recording many times. Yeah. But I don't understand the complaint because before VTubers, you would have just been like, oh, it's so anime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so anime. <laughs> yeah. But now VTubers are a thing like, and it's, they're just anime, right? Everything is just anime. And of course, the main character looks like a fucking VTuber. Yeah. Because the character illustrator, Mika Picasso, is the character illustrator for Heikos Bales of Hollow Council. Mm hmm generation 2 hololive en mm -hmm. like a vtuber so of course the fucking thing looks <laughs> it's all anime i just don't understand why people are complaining why is that anime worse than 
ex anime like what is your problem this is a this is one thing as well like i think before we get fully into more engaged talk like i think we need to like kind of address that there is like a weird kind of divide amongst fire emblem fans as well because obviously like the series before awakening was very traditional had like very like didn't really change too much that like, was just focused on like oh this is a different pro tag different story and pretty much kept the same things throughout the whole series up until awakening where they started shaking up the thing a bit yeah, which is probably why it was dying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, literally, like, obviously you gotta have your diehard fans from that, which would have bought a Fire Emblem game regardless. But then, like, you also have the new fans, guys that kind of play a bit more of a casual mode, where, like, there's no permadeath, or... Yeah. And now, like, with Awakening as well, the, the characters are becoming a lot more anime like they weren't so much before it was just like oh here's like a kind of model of a character and it's no but they're like really going into the anime thing i tried i don't think is a problem at all at the end of the day it's what gets people going it's, it's like your character designs are one of the main things that's going to sell you on the concept of a game yeah and i don't i don't think it's a problem like you said nathan i don't think it's a problem i don't have a problem with the art style i've never i've never really cared. as long as the gameplay is good and like I'm having fun with, like, the story and that. I don't give a shit. I'm happy with whatever. Like, oh, what, so he's got red and blue hair? Fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Marv had blue hair, Roy had red hair. Oh, combine the two. Ooh, fucking... <laughs> like, I don't really understand why people getting so angry about it. Yeah, honestly. Maybe, like, uh, like I can understand, yeah, you've had this series and you're like, oh, you, you're a traditionalist or whatever. You can be a traditionalist, but, mate, just, like, enjoy the game for what it is. Don't write off, like, on the first thing just because, oh, it's a different art style. I don't know. Like, as long, as long as it plays, like, what you remember and evolves as a franchise and adds new things that make the game, like, more complex or add depth, then what's the problem? Yeah. Like, I think... Like, people just need to give this game a bit of a chance. And I think these trailers actually do it so much justice as well. I agree. I think, like, I was looking at some of the comments on it. Like, um, because I was curious. Like, obviously, I saw these trailers. Like, this looks fucking sick. What are people saying about it? Because obviously, we all had the people saying, oh, the design's crap or whatever before. And that's what we only really had to go off of. Yeah. But now, I looked at the comment section. And yeah, some people are still, like, a bit annoyed by the design or whatever. But you see these comments come through now. Every single comment I saw was like, this game looks fucking sick. Like, like, this game, like, has so much content in it. And, like, not just the fucking core gameplay. The whole point of the series. Like, you can walk around, like, like you said, communicate with characters, design your characters, do extra, like, side stuff. Like, there's so much there. And you can't complain about it because this game looks so fleshed out. And we haven't even started talking about, like, the fucking engage system properly yet. Exactly. That in itself adds so much already to the combat to the actual physical game itself like we're just gushing about all the side stuff the optionals yeah and like it's mad like if we go go into this engage stuff the engage stuff looks unreal oh mate not only does it appeal to the nostalgia of any person that's played an older fire emblem game but it's such a great way to do nostalgia as well you know what i mean like absolutely like it's not just oh, you did a side quest and you got a character like in the previous games mm. and it's not explained in a, a logical way. It's just like, oh, weird, like time portal. Yeah. Oh, th this is the one thing of previous Fire Emblem games as well. Like they, they do try and bring nostalgia into it. They do, like in Awakening, they did it. Uh, in Fates, they did it. There's like, there's always this like kind of explanation why like you've got 
previous Fire Emblem heroes in your current Fire Emblem game. And like you said, it is always some mad stupid shit. Like, oh, it's a time portal. Or it's like, oh, go to the other the other worlds or whatever. Yeah, it's always some strange timey-wimey, spacey-wacey yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It's like, no, that's dumb. This, the engage system, makes more sense. Hero spirits are within these weird rings and you can <laughs> engage with them. You can merge with them and get their powers. Exactly. Like you get different stat boosts. Like you get all... It's like watching a trailer. I was like, I'm so down for this game because they thought about it. They like really thought about it, you know? Mm. Obviously not every character is coming back, but like I'm sure they'll add more. Absolutely. I feel like, well... <laughs> I'm going to mention something that's going to be controversial here and I think is a bit annoying. Uh, it's obviously they've announced the DLC for it already. They've announced the expansion pass. Yeah, I, I'm... Oh, God, I fucking hate it. And, I, like, I think that's one thing. Like, I'm really excited for this game, but, like, it feels a bit slimy to be like, oh, you can get this DLC on day one. Plus, it's part of a season pass. Yeah, it's, it's just like... Nintendo have basically gotten onto the fact that we can be like, hey... Let's monetize the shit out of these DLC things. Yeah, pretty much. They've gone from having no DLC to be like, oh, we're going to be traditionalists to like, fuck it, you're getting DLC for everything. And like, to be fair, I'm I'm going to be one of those people that will complain like, for fuck's sake, why have we got DLC day one with these characters? Realistically, I am going to get this season pass. I could really tell that I'm going to get this season pass. Well, like, I probably will as well, even though I hate it, because it's got the fucking three houses pro tag. So like my favorite characters. Exactly. Yeah. And if anything... Like that's like with that like it's annoying, it's so annoying. But if the game is offering me new ways to play it, and with this engage system, the fact that each individual ring or character has a different mechanic, yeah, just makes me feel like, well, I want as many fucking ways to play this game as possible. Like I'm definitely gonna get this. Well, like it's also like they have different designs for different characters as well yeah like because in part of the trailer they're scrolling around and i noticed like oh, a lot of them are just sort of like silver rings mm -hmm. and then i saw byleth's one and it was like this awesome like black ring mm. that had a little more ornate design and i was like fuck that looks cool bro like i think they're like really going into different like different ways you can play this and the way it looks as well like, i love that and I, what I'm curious with, I think you can do it, but like it's uh, putting different engage rings on different characters. Yeah, they did mention in the trailer you can do that. They they were like, yeah, so it's just mix and matching in that. They made it a big point yeah. that you could have really weird combos with the characters and the rings. That's gonna be so mad. I'm so looking forward to it. Like the fact that there's like gonna be these, <laughs> like each character. You want to at that point, you kind of want to just test all the different combinations you can make and which one works out best. Oh yeah, totally. Like there's gonna be some which are gonna be absolutely atrocious. I'm sure, but <laughs> like then there's gonna be some of the like that is. I found the sickest combo of these two. Like yeah, because some of the weird combos might really work. Like again, like each ring gives you different stat buffs and different like moves because obviously each ring is a different hero character from a previous title so they know different skill sets and things and like it's just interesting to think that you could potentially have like an archer character mixed with an axe wielder yeah so that they get the extra like strength and defense let's say or whatever mm. and then they've also got this weird just like whatever skill let's say for example it might be like a, a 
powerful AOE attack or something. Mm. And you're like, an archer would never have any of that, but it fucking works for some reason. <laughs> I'm so like that's it. That's the combinations we're looking for. That's the thing that like changes up the gameplay so much. And that's like this is the one thing with each Fire game that's come out. Like most of them have been like, let's go for something completely different. Let's actually try and like make a point of making this game different. And they fucking deliver. And I haven't played this game yet, but I'm already like so hyped for it just so seeing everything that's coming with it. So honestly, it looks so good. And like, it, it's also cool that they mentioned in the trailer. It's not like a one time use, like one per battle use. It's got a meter. Yeah. So if you, you f engage or fuse with the character in the ring, if the battle's taking long enough, you can just redo it you know like you can refuse again yeah because like you could easily see something like in a standard game design fashion something like that would be limited to like once per battle per character or whatever right mm -hmm. and that would make sense because then they're like okay it's easy for balancing you don't have to you don't have to think about a player's going to like use character skills in a spammy way like here there whatever right mm. but i think it's great that they did that because if you've got the weird combinations or you like really heavily rely on a specific skill set mm. from a specific like engage ring, you would want to use it several times. And it like lasts three turns every time you use it. And then you have to charge it up again, probably for another like five turns or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't say how long, but. That's the one thing. It doesn't feel like overpowered in that sense because immediately when you think of that, you'd be like, well, what's the point of using just like standard swords or whatever and just using a standing character? If you, it's kind of like just that, having that charge meter and like you have to like do certain things to actually activate this. So it makes it worth it. And if it is only three turns, it lasts for however many turns. And like it sounds like you can. There might be the possibility to extend that maybe through the training aspect of like in the castle stuff i don't know who maybe or it probably won't but at the same time it just again it's it's a, a well thought out mechanic that adds to the depth of gameplay absolutely because now you've got an extra layer of tactics isn't it like you're like when do i use this power mm. how effectively can i use this power because it was like uh like sigurd could you could move almost like halfway across a map he's got so much movement yeah or like by skill you can either raise characters stats Mm. or you could just have them do a whole nother turn yeah or was it like fucking is it selica i think it is that who just teleports fucking teleports to the other end of the fucking thing and just attacks where they couldn't get to before this is unreal that sounds like what it <laughs> sounds sick but obviously you have the risk of then like oh if your meter runs out your character's just stranded at the end of the map surrounded by enemies and you're like oh okay but then. again that's that's like <laughs> the tactical part isn't it like exactly. if you chose to do that that's your fault the only one i didn't I, I sort of thought was weird was I've always associated Lin as a sword master. Yeah. And they focused more on her being an archer. And I was like, is that, is that a thing? I don't, um, I don't know that that's always a thing. Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because Lin is one of those characters that is definitely, I feel like a sword master character, but maybe they wanted to add more depth into like, obviously, because all these are lords, aren't they? And they're like, and there isn't really a lord that like, all may MC, which has, an archer ability as far as i'm aware well yeah i mean he's not main character but claude is an archer yeah i mean yeah but then he's also combined within those uh, like with claude wait as in like the guy of the yellow deer right yeah golden deer yeah yeah golden deer <laughs> yellow deer uh <laughs> like yeah because he's combined within the um sort of the ring with uh edelgard and dimitri 
isn't it? So I don't know. Oh, they're in one ring. That's not three separate ones. They're in one ring. Yeah. So no, it's not three separate. So it's in the one ring. Oh God, fucking hell! What turning this into fucking Lord of the Rings now? Yeah. <laughs> the, the one ring, yeah, with power like... with fucking three characters in yeah. it. A bit OP. In it. <laughs> it's a bit cramp, bit cramped in there. It makes me wonder <laughs> what like because you can talk to them as well, can't you? And it yeah. makes me think that's going to be like a very over. I could always, I could already see some like interesting conversations coming up in that. I don't know if they ever put a trailer out for it, mm. but like I'm kind of. How do you get more rings? Like, is it going to be side quests or dungeons or, you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, they said, like, obviously there's other rings as well. Was it there's like bond rings or something like that? Shards or something. Yeah. And you combine them. And like, those are like from other characters in the Fire Emblem series that aren't MCs, but like. Yeah, but those are just for like stat boosts and things. Like, they're stat boosts and stuff. Yeah. But like, it's... but I mean, like, they actually like engage rings, the ones with the hero characters. How would you get that? I, I'm assuming it would just be sort of like, oh, there's like a mission or a thing or something. I ass- I assume it's through story. I'm 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 gonna assume that there's gonna be like certain quests, like where like I don't know, chapter five or whatever, you might end up getting like Sigurd's ring or something like that. Okay, whilst whilst we're talking about yeah, what game is Sigurd from? I have no idea. I believe it's one called um. Oh, I've always. I always kind of like butcher the name of it. <laughs> God, it's like the Holy Geology War or something. Geology War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Holy Rock War. Right, I'm going to look it up right now because I am curious. Uh, so. Yeah, Genealogy War. Genealogy, that's the word. Yeah, Genealogy of the Holy War. And then there's leaf as well which is a character no one else is really familiar with because they haven't had like as much representation compared to like because like i knew all the other characters because they were from like fairly recent games or like i've seen them in the recent games Mm. but then it just they kept being like oh sigurd and i'm like is he new like he can't be new because he's a ring but i'm like did they make him like what is this is he made up it's it's like that's the one thing with it like i think it's in one part it's like who the fuck is this person and why should i care but on the other side it's kind of like okay i I don't know anything about this fire room game but this character looks quite cool maybe i could go back to it and it gives that sort of potential to be like well you can't go back to it there's no english version of it so you'd have to find a fan sub but (laughs) it's still like it's it's something that you'd be like okay i'm interested in this and maybe that gives like i don't know nintendo and intelligence to be like okay if people are interested in this character or this character i mean they they have done remakes so they have yeah like and they did uh what was it fire emblem echoes didn't they which was yeah selica yeah selica and uh alm as well like two mcs that and like there's there's gonna be a lot of stuff there's so much room for attention potential and if they really do want to like appease some of the more traditional fire emblem fans like they did with echoes i feel i feel like that did a really good job of like taking the series back to what it was before awakening and if people want that kind of thing then it's like yeah there's there's an option available for you there and they can do like maybe like a remake of more traditional firemen then make newer games with more new like updated mechanics and different ways to play maybe that's a way they can make the series go from there on maybe it's a it's a thought maybe that's the way of doing it who, who knows like it's it's an option anyway and i'd love to, i'd love to play more fire Emblem games regardless so well i was just about to say like that's also the best way to reintroduce existing games because mm. like obviously in japan they had all of them whereas the west we only got them after a while yeah 
Or like we did have some, but again, it's like yeah, from Game Boy Advance and not everywhere and yeah like it was not always everywhere in the west and whatever so like you could re-release a bunch of these older games mm. and then it sort of fills in the gaps i mean even like what they did with shadow dragon to be fair because they for 20 for the 25th anniversary they bought in is it 25th anniversary or is it 35th well i don't know you're you're the fan here man <laughs> you're, you're the big fan like <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe i'm right i don't fucking know uh it must have Maybe it must have been early. It must have been 30th or 35th because it was in the 80s, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, either way, like they did with Shadow Dragon, they brought that game back only for a limited time. But you can download it. I think it was only like, was it five quid on the eShop or something? And you can you can play that game again. And it's bloody hard. <laughs> I'm re- I'm a real casual Fire Emblem fan as well. I don't play with de- permadeath on. I just play like the normal difficulty. I'm not going to go too hard into it. I just enjoy the story and the gameplay for what it is. But bruh, if you try and play Shadow Dragon, the OG one, that's so fucking difficult. <laughs> it's... I would never do that. It is so hard, man. It's so hard. I play casually because like, especially the newer Fire Emblems, the characters have such personality that like I get to attach. Mm. So if I had permadeath, I think I would break down. That's the one thing. I hate losing characters as well. So like playing all the Fire Emblem games, like I'm doing right now, I'm playing Binding Blade. Like if a character dies in that, I'm like, well, going to have to restart the game because I'm not losing a character. I refuse to lose a character. No, I'm not about that life. Yeah, see, that's why I don't, that's why I don't do it. Like, especially like in Awakening where it was like, you know, you had to combine certain characters. Yeah. And then like a future kid would turn up. Yes. Bro, I played that game through so many times and did so much research on how to maximize my parties so I could get every. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because like there's, you could get every future kid, right? Yeah. But you had to have had certain characters together because if you do your favorite ships, then yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it might not work. Because like not every character like actually works together like that. Not every character has like a bond. Yeah, exactly. Like you could get some of the kids. Yeah. But like you needed a very specific combination to like get every kid. Mm. And then you still had to rescue them. I had to redo that several times because like, you know, um, like the Robin has two kids yeah but then one of them is like kind of weaker because they're also a mage yeah and then like i lost that mission so many times and it, you, it's a one and done like yeah, so, so yeah. <laughs> i had to reload the save every time i think it took me like seven attempts before i finally saved the kid and i was like okay this is the run like this is the one because i finally did it <laughs> that's it like it's it's tough it is like what well, this one's like you have to plan it out you really do have to plan it out because i remember when i played fates especially when you play the whole game together like uh was it the revelations one yeah um like i had to plan my units together so well like so far in advance like because i had to be like i, I actually made like a fucking document on my notes <laughs> to be like this character has to go with this one this has to go with this one and bro like that's to get every single future kid do you sometimes you have to you have to go old school and take notes like i went super old school mm. for awakening and i was on pen and paper yeah but like it's i know what you mean because even in three hope uh three houses and three hopes right mm. with all the gifts and stuff like i had several web pages open right several tabs yeah of like when i needed you know, like what gifts, what character, mm-hmm. how to get this these characters to be part of your party. Like, I might as well have had just 
spreadsheet upon spreadsheet <laughs> open, just like it's mad. Like, figuring out, yeah. There's one thing as well with those kind of characters, like like you said about like I remember my first playthrough of Awakening. I didn't realize that I had to talk to certain characters to like get them on my party. So there's characters like Gaius who I met, and I was like, ah, he looks cool, and then I fucking killed him. <laughs> and then I, I moved on to next chapters. Like, okay, cool. When's Gaius coming back? And when's he joined my party? Man, man's dead. He's not coming back. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> so I had to play through the game. Once I completed that first playthrough, I was like, well, I'm going to play the game again and actually get those characters. Uh, and then I, that's when my second playthrough was one where I got all every future kid, like you were saying, like planning out and that kind of stuff. Like, God. See, that was like me on uh, Free Houses. First playthrough, just play through it. Yeah. Didn't know you could recruit the other class members into your team. No. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Uh. So then when I got to it, second playthrough, I was like, right, I have to work really hard. And it is literally like in Persona where you're like, right, this day, this person is here, here and here. <laughs> I need to buy this gift and I need to talk to him and I need to do this, this and this. Like you got like a whole schedule you got to follow. Yeah. But then every subsequent playthrough it gets easier because like once you've done it once you can then spend like your renown points in three houses mm -hmm. and then you basically just sort of like shoot the friendship straight up to top yeah already and you don't have to do all of that again but doesn't mean you don't have that one playthrough <laughs> where you are on a strict schedule and you are making <laughs> friends with absolutely everybody trying to get the yeah. best answer so that you can have them on your team that's the lengths that you have to go through to get a full roster of characters <laughs> and it is like it's low-key infuriating but you also want like i want every single character that i can in this game like you, you'll do whatever you can to get these yeah but it's also like because with just having every character you then get into that loop of like well how did they interact with each other now yeah. as well that's like a whole nother thing where you're just like okay now i've got them all mm. but they're all s with me or as high as their rank of friendship will go and then you're like trying to get them to be friends with each other <laughs> oh it's it's like mad how long it will go to but like it's, it's good it's it's fun it is fun. I'm actually, now that we started making me think about all of that, I'm kind of scared for, like, the new game Engage looks like it might have quite a big roster as well. And, um... Uh... It does, don't it? Like, this is one thing as well. I feel like I've... I haven't so much focused on the actual characters themselves in Engage. Because like, obviously, usually when a new Fire Emblem game comes out, you're like, oh, this character, this unit looks quite cool. This unit looks quite cool. But I feel like I've been focused so much on the older characters that I haven't actually play, paid that much attention to the newer ones, the newer units. Yeah. Uh, but hasn't not much has been revealed on them, to be fair. But apart from one fucking dude... Which I think you might have seen it in the the castle trailer. What the uh, the llama hero? <laughs> the llama the llama guy is like <laughs> the alpaca hero. Oh yeah! <laughs> uh, the best way to start the day is with a bold fucking pose <laughs> or something. Man, yeah. <laughs> oh man, like, I I just know the alpaca guy now, and I think he might instantly be one of those characters that I'm either gonna love or hate. <laughs> I feel like he might be like, um, you know, in Awakening, like Donnie, the the like farm kid. Oh yeah, the farm kid. Who you can, who either is amazing or completely terrible, depending yeah. <laughs> on how you use him. Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh man. Because I had playthroughs where characters like Donnie are amazing, 
Mm. They're like my best character in the end, and you're like, I don't know how that worked, but sure. Man of a pot on his head was just fucking doing bits. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you got other playthroughs where you're like, you are trash, and you're never going on the battlefield. You're not, you are nothing. But, like, I feel like this guy is going to be like that. He's going to be like either the best character you have or the worst character. Oh. He's not going to be anywhere in between. I love that. <laughs> also, he better get some special costume. If he's calling himself Alpaca Hero, he better be getting in some sort of like special hood or something that looks like an alpaca or some crap i didn't know in his costume he had like an alpaca logo on the like the breast of his shirt that's not enough it's not enough i, I need more i need an alpaca helmet <laughs> a helmet or a, a cowl or a hood or something like a whole outfit i want him to be like batman but alpaca man it makes me wonder as well. Like, I wonder if, like, because they obviously they said you can form relationships with your like with the previous heroes and games. I wonder if it's the same kind of mechanic, like relationship mechanic that you can put between different characters in this one. Maybe I I feel like they kind of retired it after Fates because like Fates and Awakening did it so that like, you pair them together and then you get this third character and it's cool. Like, because then you got a bigger roster from that. Yeah. Like they're in three houses, they step back from that. They didn't actually include it as much. And I'm just wondering, like, I don't know, will they will it be like that again? I hope I hope I hope so. I hope they show the relationships between the few characters. I mean, it's hard to say, isn't it? Like, cause I guess it depends on how each character is written. Yeah. And sort of like the plans for each character. So it, I, it's hard to say like, no, that won't return. Or yes, it will return. Mm. I guess it just depends on if the story warrants like that character gets together with this character. That's canon and like this, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they try to avoid official ships because then fandoms kick off. <laughs> Not that the fandoms don't kick off anyway. They always kick off about something. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen it a little bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But I don't like. I'm just excited for this game. I'm like, I'm just. It's a month away at time of recording. Yeah, like literally just a, over a month, like a month and like two days or something. Yeah, I'm so 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 excited about it. So cannot wait to play it. I ca absolutely cannot wait. I did. I was already hyped, and then you sent me those two trailers, and like now I'm just like, cool. I am so ready. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I didn't expect that much content from this. Like, this is one thing. I just thought it was going to be like, oh, I'll be curious to see what they include this time, or this might be different. But like the amount they've included, man, I'm so hyped and surprised about it. I'm ready. I'm ready. See, I kind of had a feeling that there might have been a lot of content because like, it just seems like that's where the franchise started going because mm -hmm. like once you do something once in a franchise you kind of have to keep it up yeah I, you don't have to up the ante but you know what i mean you need to either keep the same amount or you have to add more mm. and three houses like really really upped the amount of content mm. so we'll see if that continues to be a good thing or a bad thing you know like maybe in the next couple installments maybe they improve it some more and you're like cool this is great or maybe the fandom gets tired of it and then you know they have to walk it back a little bit i don't know but it's uh i'm just ready man yeah i, I wish it was here already same here <laughs> man i'm so 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 excited for it <laughs> i pre-ordered one piece odyssey which comes out a week before then so i'll literally have a week to play that game and then i'm gonna be like that's taking a fucking step back now. <laughs> I'm playing fucking Fire Emblem. <laughs> nah, see, for me, like, Fire Emblem took the spot. Mm. It, I was going to get 
Odyssey, and then I was like, nah, man, I'm more hyped for Fire Emblem. Yeah. I'm way more hyped for Fire Emblem. Oh, like, man, there's, yeah. There was a few other games as well, but I pushed everything because I was like, nah, Fire Emblem. That's that's the one, bro. I think it's just mad how far this game has come as well. Like, com- like back in the day, like this game was like, oh, so it's two guys from Smash Bros. And now it's like, this is an actual game which people get so hyped about now over in the West. And like, I'm, I'm good to see it. I- I'm happy to see this game flourishing the way it is. And I hope it does do well. I really do hope it does well. Yeah, same, honestly. Because I want to see more interesting things like the engage system. Yeah. Like, obviously, it might be a one-off in the game Mm -hmm. in just this title. And then the next one might have something completely different. But I like when they think about how you're going to have older characters return, but in an interesting way like this. Because I am actually seriously like, just don't it's kind of just nostalgia bait when you're like oh weird time portal sent Marth (laughs) from the past into the future and he's never going back because we need him to be in your party for the whole game Ooh, and you're like come on man come on you could have done something else they've done it well they've done it well already like they have and i hope again maybe don't maybe the engage system doesn't stick around Mm. Uh, or if it does i'd be down for that too but like just interesting writing you know like i think i think it is a one and done thing i think this is like it will be just be for this game i can't i can't see him doing it for another game yeah but i think like it's a good like if they're gonna do it they it sounds like they're trying to do it in a way that actually works really well and i just like it, it, it looks like i'm ho- like i think a lot of people are just anxious about how the story's gonna go now and i think it's a very valid thing to say because although like the game mechanics look sick and like i think the character designs are great i think this so much content in it like you do you no one knows what the story is going to be like and you won't know until you play it yeah that's true so and i think like i still think that every fire Emblem story has been great i don't think i've ever, ever played a fire Emblem game and i'm like this story is so shit i mean like this the story is whatever like i thought the story is all right like, it's, to me the, the the stories are all right but i mean like it's not they're nothing like and I don't want to sound like I could do any better, right? Yeah. But, like, a lot of game stories aren't, like, super groundbreaking anymore. Because, mm. I mean, it's hard to, by this point, where we've had almost every fucking idea to ever exist, mm. almost coming to existence. Someone somewhere has done almost everything at least once, right? Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, yeah. That's just the way it, it's worked. So, like, within Fire Emblem, yeah, the stories are great, but... Oh, uh, no, man, like, Free Houses, though, like... That, like some of the stories in that are fucking bleak <laughs> the um yeah i will agree some of three houses really did like take it back into a darker place yeah because normally it's, it was just before like you know oh world calamity and then this is this is because of this bad guy <laughs> oh they're gonna take over or destroy the world but like three houses did take it sort of in a, a separate direction it still had that yeah but like you sort of had to search for it (laughs) literally (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah it's i don't know i just kind of hope it's not more like oh big scary dragon ancient dragon (laughs) from wherever no it's more likely it looks like it's a dark lord kind of thing and there's like there's like other engage rings like that look a bit more yeah i mean it seems like it'll probably will be like someone's like abusing the rings mm. oh, maybe they have to go to mordor and oh, throw the rings oh, into no, <laughs> <laughs> and then all the engage rings have to go in the fucking pit of <laughs> but who knows i think 
I think that pretty much wraps up. I think. Yeah. I'm uh, like I, I'm. Uh, all, all you're getting from us right now is like, I'm. We're hyped about this game. Yeah. There's honestly not much else we could add. Yeah. By talking about other games, it will just lead <laughs> us back to being like, man, the new game looks so cool. Yeah, it literally is, and like obviously the game isn't out yet at the time of this record, and like, but. Who knows if there's more gameplay trailers coming out? There probably will be something close to the time. But anyway, we're hyped. Cannot wait. And yeah, we hope you guys are hyped as well. Like, let us know your thoughts, if uh, what your feelings are about the game. Like, if you've if a game's already out, have you played it? What do you think? <laughs> wow, that's that's like some future proof in there. <laughs> future proof, like, does it? Like, do you enjoy it? Like, are you, is there any specific Fire Emblem game that you have played and you think is your favorite? Like, that's different to ours. Like, any game that you think is just genuinely shite? <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Like, I mean, like. Yeah, let us know, but maybe not that last one. Let's not be toxic, peeps. Like, you know. I mean, like, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. If you, if you don't like a game, you can say that. Yeah, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion, but let's, you know, like... <laughs> you don't need no, no toxic shit, you know? People can get toxic out here. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms. Uh, we're on Twitter as well. Give us a follow there. And I guess we'll see you next time for another episode of Culture Boys. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.